Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman Mem Ram Gold Har Antonim Mezeches Nadarim Daf Mem. The fourth parak ain't Bein Hamudar. So the three dots we're going to focus on number one. The Gemara records an incident in which a student of Rabbi Kiva fell ill, and none of the other Talmudim went to visit him. Rabbi Kiva himself visited him, and after he cleaned the room, the student recovered. The student told Rabbi Kiva, "You have brought me back to life." Whereupon Rabbi Kiva publicly announced, "Kol mishe'im avakar choim ki Anyone who does not visit the sick, it's as if he spills blood. Similarly, Rav Dimi said, Anyone who visits the sick causes him to live, Anyone who does not visit the sick causes him to die. The Gemara clarifies that by visiting the sick and seeing his condition, one will be more likely to dub him for his recovery. But if he doesn't visit him, He does not beseech Hashem's mercy they should live, nor they should die. The run explains that there can be times that the patient is suffering greatly and is beyond hope of recovery, that it is appropriate to dub him for his death in order to end his suffering. One who does not visit the sick will not even provide him this assistance. Point in which Rav said, Anyone who visits the sick is saved from the judgment of Gehenim. And if he did visit, what is his reward? The more clarifies that the question is what reward he receives in this world in addition to being protected from Gehenim. His reward is learned from the following Pusik, which immediately follows a Pusik praising visiting the sick. Hashem will guard him and bring him to life, and he will be fortunate in the land, and you will not deliver him to his enemy's desires. The more expounds the individual phrases. Hashem will guard him from the Yetzirah, and he will bring him to life from suffering, and he will be fortunate in the land that all will be honored through him, and you will not deliver him to his enemies, that he will encounter friends such as Naamans who healed his Tsaras, by encouraging him to obey Elisha's directive to bathe in the Jordan River, and he will not encounter friends such as Rehavams, who divided his kingdom by advising him to refuse the people's petition to lighten their burden. And pointing with you, Ravin said in the name of Rav, When rain falls in the west, meaning Eretz Yisrael, the Euphrates is a great witness thereof. The Euphrates increases in volume as a result of the rain in Eretz Yisrael. If the rainwater may be the majority of the river volume, the river would become disqualified as a mikvah because rainwater is only vowed when stationary, as opposed to rivers fed by natural springs. The Gemara says this statement does not accord with Shmuel, who said, A river is increased from its bedrock, meaning a greater amount of the increase is from the natural sources than rainwater. The Gemara notes that this contradicts Shmuel's own statement, that a flowing river is only valid if it's like the Euphrates during Tishrei. The run explains this to me that it must be known that the river never fully dries without a known cause, and one who does not know its lowest level can only immerse in the river in Tishrei, when one can be sure that the majority of the water is natural. We see that Shmuel is otherwise concerned for majority of rainwater. The run explains that Shmuel was willing to rely on his lenient ruling in practice. Similarly, Shmuel's father constructed mikvos for his daughters during Nisan and did not allow them to immerse in the Euphrates. So once again, the three points are number one. The Gemara records an incident in which a student of Akiva fell ill, and none of the other students went to visit him. Rabbi Kiva himself visited him, and after he cleaned the room, the student recovered. The student told Rabbi Kiva, you have brought me back to life, whereupon Rabbi Kiva publicly announced, Anyone who does not visit the sick, it's as if he spills blood. Similarly, Rabbi Dimi said, Anyone who visits the sick causes him to live, Anyone who does not visit the sick causes him to die. The Gemara clarifies that by visiting the sick and seeing his condition, one will be more likely to dub him for his recovery. But if he doesn't visit him, he does not beseech Hashem's mercy they should live, nor they should die. The run explains that there can be times that the patient is suffering greatly and is beyond hope of recovery, that it is appropriate to dub him for his death in order to end his suffering. One who does not visit the sick will not even provide him this assistance. 
Anyone who visits the sick is safe from the judgment of Gehenna. And if he did visit, what is his reward? The Gemara clarifies that the question is what reward he receives in this world in addition to being protected from Gehenna. His reward is learned from the following Pusik, which immediately follows a Pusik praising visiting the sick. Hashem will guard him and bring him to life, and he will be fortunate in the land, and you will not deliver him to his enemy's desires. The more expounds the individual phrases. Hashem will guard him from the eight Zohar, and he will bring him to life from suffering, and he will be fortunate in the land that all will be honored through him, and you will not deliver him to his enemies, that he will encounter friends such as Naamans who healed his Tsaras, by encouraging him to obey Elisha's directive to bathe in the Jordan River, and he will not encounter friends such as Rehavams, who divided his kingdom by advising him to refuse the people's petition to lighten their burden. And pointing with you, Ravin said in the name of Rav, When rain falls in the west, meaning Eretz Yisrael, the Euphrates is a great witness thereof. The Euphrates increases in volume as a result of the rain in Eretz Yisrael. If the rainwater may be the majority of the river volume, the river would become disqualified as a mikvah because rainwater is only vowed when stationary, as opposed to rivers fed by natural springs. The Gemara says this statement does not accord with Shmuz, said, A river is increased from its bedrock, meaning a greater amount of the increase is from the natural sources than rainwater. The Gemara notes that this contradicts Shmuel's own statement, that a flowing river is only valid if it's like the Euphrates during Tishrei. The run explains this to me that it must be known that the river never fully dries without a known cause, and one who does not know its lowest level can only immerse in the river in Tishrei, when one can be sure that the majority of the water is natural. We see that Shmuel is otherwise concerned for majority of rainwater. The run explains that Shmuel was willing to rely on his lenient ruling in practice. Similarly, Shmuel's father constructed McVos for his daughters during Nisan and did not allow them to immerse in the Euphrates. All right, so now we go to our Simon for Duff Mem, and our standard Simon relates to Mayim, water, and we use a pool, a pool for the Simon. So here it goes. When swimming at the camp, a pool is interrupted by an infirmary announcement that whoever does not visit the sick is as if he spills blood, and some boys ran to do the mitzvah knowing that there would be a great reward in this world. The ones who stayed behind got caught in a strong rain that filled the volume of a nearby river. Once again, slow motion. When swimming at the camp, pool, pool, that must be more in Duff. Mem, Mayim, pool. When swimming at the camp pool is interrupted by an infirmary announcement that whoever does not visit the sick is as if he spills blood, which reminds us the Gemara brings a number of statements about the importance of Bikr Cholim, such as Rabbi Kiva's, Anyone who does not visit the sick is as if he spills blood. So, when swimming at the camp pool is interrupted by an infirmary announcement that whoever does not visit the sick is as if he spills blood, and some boys ran to do the mitzvah knowing there would be a great reward in this world, which reminds us, Rob said, Anyone who visits the sick is safe from the judgment of Gehenna, and then details reward in this world, such as he'll be safe from the Yitzhahor, suffering, and all will be honored through him. So, when swing at the camp pool was interrupted by an infirmary announcement that whoever does not visit the sick is as if he spills blood, and some boys ran to do the mitzvah knowing there would be a great reward in this world, the ones who stayed behind got caught in a strong rain that filled the volume of a nearby river, which reminds us, Rabbi said in the name of Rab, Mitra Sada Rabba Pras, when rain falls in the west, meaning Eretz Yisrael, the Euphrates is a great witness thereof. The Euphrates River increases in volume as a result of the rain in Eretz Yisrael. If the rainwater may be the majority of the river volume, the river would become disqualified as a mikvah because rainwater is only valid when stationary as opposed to rivers fed by natural springs. So once again,
When swimming at the camp pool is interrupted by an infirmary announcement that whoever does not visit the sick is as if he spills blood, and some boys ran to do the mitzvah knowing there would be a great reward in this world, the ones who stayed behind got caught in a strong rain that filled the volume of a nearby river. All right, so now it's time for Four Blabat Chazara. Daf Lamed Vav. So the Simmer Daf Lamed Vav is a Lulav. So here goes. The Lulav merchant. Lulav. That must mean our Daf Lamed Vav. The Lulav merchant who promised a free Lulav to anyone who consented to joining us Pesach, aside from us kids who don't need to consent. Which reminds us, Rabbi Zer explained that one cannot derive from the fact that one can register his children on the carbon Pesach without their consent, that he can register a friend on his Pesach without his consent. For Selaves Abos, love derisa, the law of a lamb for each father's house, is not derisive for minors, since they can partake of the Pesach without registration. There is no basis to permit the registration of an adult without his consent. So, the Lulav merchant, who promised a free Lulav to anyone who consented to joining us Pesach, aside from his kids who don't need to consent, was surprised by the man who took truma from his own produce to permit a friend's tava. Which reminds us, the Gemara asks, Hator Mishalot Ashal Chavera, one who separates truma from his own produce, on his friend's tava produce, permitted. Sark Daito Olo, does he need his friend's consent or not? Do we assume the owner would want his produce permitted without his having to use his own produce and his consent would not be required? Or might he prefer to do the mitzvah himself even at the cost of using his produce for truma? So the Lulav merchant who promised a free Lulav to anyone who consented to joining his Pesach, aside from his kids who don't need to consent, was surprised by the man who took truma from his own produce to permit a friend's tevel and then tell the merchant that if he gave him a free wolf, he'd give the truma to his co grandson, which reminds us of Rabbi Yirmi's question to Rabbi Zera. If one separated truma from his own produce to permit his friend's table produce, tobas hanas shall meet. To whom does the benefit of pleasure belong? Meaning, which of the two determines to which Cohen to give the truma? Daf Lamed Zayin. So the symbol Daf Lamed Zayin is laser tag. So here goes. The fun Rebbe used a laser tag on laser tag. That must be more Daf Lamed Zayin. The fun Rebbe who used a laser tag gun as a pointer to teach Torah for free, which reminds us, the Gemara quotes the source for acquiring teaching Torah for free. Moshe Rabbeinu said, See, I have taught you laws and statutes like Hashem commanded me. We expound this to teach, Just as I, Moshe, taught you for free, so too you should teach others for free. So, the fun Rebbe who used a laser tag gun as a pointer to teach Torah for free did charge parents a small fee for supervision when teaching their children Mikra, which reminds us. The Gemara wonders what the difference is between Midrash and Mikra, for just as Midrash must be taught for free based on the Pasuk, we should say the same for Mikra. Rav answers, Schar Shimur, the mission is discussing payment for watching, referring to minors who require supervision. Such payment is permitted to collect. Midrash, on the other hand, is usually taught to older children who do not require supervision, so payment is not permitted. Rabbi Yochanan answers, Schar Pisuk Tamim, the mission is discussing payment for teaching correct cantillation notes. These are not midaraisa and are thus not included in the prohibition of collecting payment for teaching Torah. So the fun Rebbe who used a laser tag gun as a pointer to teach Torah for free did charge parents a small fee for supervision when teaching their children Mikra and told the fathers there was plenty of time for them to be with their children on Shabbos when no new material is taught, which reminds us. The Gemara brings a Bryce that teaches children cannot learn new Mikra on Shabbos, but they can review it for the first time. Two explanations are presented. Firstly, because their fathers would be reluctant to prevent their children from missing the new material taught, and their attending would detract from the father's Shabbos pleasure of spending time with their children. Secondly, because the children eat more than usual on Shabbos, they become lethargic, and it would be difficult for them to learn new material. So the Simr Daf Ches is a Davra a liquid, and we use chicken soup. So here goes. 
the generous Urshashiva who served as many Talmidim, delicious chicken soup. Chicken soup, that must be on Dav Lamed Ches, Dav Rolach, chicken soup. The generous Rosh Hashiva who served as many Talmidim, delicious chicken soup, after teaching them how to do pilpul, which reminds us the methodology of pilpul was given originally to Moshe Rabbeinu alone and his descendants, and he generously shared this methodology with all of Kla Yisrael. So the generous Rosh Hashiva served as many Talmidim delicious chicken soup after teaching them how to do pilpul and darshan out Moshe Rabbeinu's four qualities, which reminds Rabbi Yochanan taught in a kashbarachum so, who only rests the Shekhinah on one who is mighty, wealthy, wise, and humble. But Kun, Mamosha, and all of them are learned from Moshe Rabbeinu. So the generous Rosh Hashiva served as many Talmudim delicious chicken soup after teaching them how to do pilpul and darshan out Moshe Rabbeinu's four qualities, dished out another bowl for the new Hassan, who was Mudahana from him, who was Bulgaria's daughter, just consented to marry, which reminds us, a chasen who was mudah enough from his friend can still marry his daughter when she's a Bulgaris, since he only needs her consent and not the consent of her father. Dafamates, so the similar Dafamates is a letter and we often use a mailman. So here goes. The mailman, mailman, that must be more Dafamates, letter. The mailman carrying a bag of get-well cards and standing while visiting a patient who is mudah enough from him, which reminds us the mission of Dafamates on the base taught. One who is mudahanah from his friend, and he comes to visit him when he's sick, he may stand, but he may not sit. The Gemara on this stop provides three explanations for this halacha. Shmuel said the cases where the sick person is mudahanah from this visitor. The visit itself is not a forbidden benefit because he's performing his own mitzvah, and the ill person benefits indirectly. The mission is speaking where those who sit with the sick when visiting receive compensation for it. Therefore, doing so without payment would be a direct benefit and forbidden. Standing with the sick, however, is never allowed to be compensated, being the minimal form of the mitzvah, so doing so for free is permitted. So, the mailman carrying a bag of get-well cards and standing while visiting a patient who was mudahana from him made it past the dangerous hole in the floor where fiery flames leapt out, which reminds us the more explains that Moshe Rabbeinu had asked Akash Baruch Hu during the incident with Korach if the entrance to Gehenna was nearby, and if not, Akash Baruch Hu should bring it close, and we learned that Gehenna was one of the seven things created before the world. So the mailman carrying a bag of get-well cards and standing while visiting a patient who was mudahana from him made it past the dangerous hole in the floor where fiery flames leapt out and broke the world record by making this his 100th visit that day, which reminds us, Abraisa taught Bikr Cholim in Lashiur, visiting the sick has no limit. The Gemara explains that this refers to the mitzvah obligation as being without limit. Abai said, I feel God even a great person must visit a lesser person. Rabbi said, I feel may upamim bayom, one should visit even 100 times a day. And Rabbi Akhabar Khanina said, whoever visits a sick person takes away 160th of his suffering. Alright, so now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which stuff do you learn that just as Moshe Rabbeinu taught the Torah for free, so should we teach the Torah for free? That's on Dav. Lamed Zayin. Good. Number two, which stuff do we discuss the schar for doing the mitzvah of Bikr Cholim? That's on Dav. Ma'am. Good. Number three, which stuff do you learn about Moshe Rabbeinu's four qualities of being a gibor, asher, chacham, and anav? That's on Dav. Lamed Ches. Good. Number four. Which stuff do we learn that a mudar hanaf from his friend who is sick must stand when he visits him? That's on Dav. Lamatesk. Good number five. Which stuff do we learn that Rekiva says anyone who does not visit the sick is kiyu shofech tamim? It's as if he spilled blood. That's on Dav. 
Mem. Good number six, which of the reason one may teach Mikra for a fee is either Schar Shimur, supervision, or for teaching the Trop, that's on Duff. Lamad Zayin. Good number seven, which of the Moshe Benu shared the methodology of Pilpul with Kla Yisrael, that's on Duff. Lamad Ches. Good number eight, which of the question whether one can take Truma from his produce to permit his friend's Tevel without getting his consent, that's on Duff. Good number nine. Which stuff do we discuss? Tevila in rivers possibly disqualified by rainwater. That's on Duff. Mem. Good. And number ten. Which stuff do we learn that there's no shear for visiting the sick? That's on Duff. Lamentas. Excellent. That concludes today's shear. This is Rabbi Ram Gotham Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.